0: This is Earth Files, the award winning news site with the latest updates in science, environment, and real X Files. Podcasting in depth reports beyond the six o'clock news by Emmy award winning journalist Linda Moulton Howe.
1: Hi, everyone, here and around the world. Great news. We've broken through 248,000 subscribers. That's near a quarter million. So let's keep growing. And if you haven't subscribed, please click on your screen now. And we greatly appreciate your clicks on the like button too. Last week on September 6th, the United States Space Force announced a new all-inclusive mission statement, quote, to secure our nation's interests in, from, and to space, close quote. The new mission statement announced by the Space Force Chief of Space Operations, General Chance Saltzman, includes concern about, quote, protecting the joint force and nation from space and counter space threats, close quote, without naming those threats. And the last sentence reinforces the mission atmosphere of threat and counter threat in space, quote, our mission statement is a call to action that concisely encapsulates our purpose and identity as guardians and members of the profession of arms, close quote. While our government is implying in this new U.S. Space Force mission statement that there are threats and counter-threats in space and that guardians from the armament professions are needed, I am going to share with you tonight a military man's shock in discovering that an unidentified mass in his jaw during a body scan at Lackland Air Force Base was later confirmed to be an extraterrestrial implant by a military surgeon at Edwards Air Force Base, California. At Edwards Air Force Base, you were exposed to classified technology?
2: Yes, back basic training in 2001, we had to go and get our shots and clear medical. And beginning of that, You get x-rays and body scan. The body scan machine is actually classified.
1: Why classified? I have no idea. What did they say they were measuring in you?
2: After 2001, you walk through the body scan, and then x-rays, then you get shots. You hold a pole, they shoot shots in the arm, then you get one in the butt, and then you're done. Your day of medical. The very next morning, like 3 4 in the morning, and the truckers came in, and they yelled out a guy's name, front and center. And then my name, front and center. I stand at attention, and third guy, front and center. 30 people on my flight, and they called three of us. And they said, you failed medical. So you to go back and talk to the doctor. They don't tell us why. You just have to go. So I went back, and I met with a really nice doctor. She explained that in the scan, they noticed an anomaly mass in my jaw, they weren't sure if it was cancerous or benign or what it was, but they wanted to keep an eye on it and take more imaging and make sure it's not growing or moving. And then once I was done with my training, if they needed to remove it, they would. And I said, okay, that sounds fine. And that was it. So I go to my tech school, everything's normal, except when I go to graduate. The very last day of tech school, they give you your orders. And they called out the first one, which was another guy, and he got Hawaii. Called out the second one, and he got Florida. And then they called out my name. The instructor turned pale white and would not say anything for a minute. He just stared at it, saying, I don't believe it. Give me a minute, and I'll figure it out. Somebody's playing a joke on me. And he walked out and he slammed the door. He was gone for about five minutes before he came back. He had to call and verify my Edwards' words so orders were real. And the reason that bothered him so bad is he was born and raised on Edwards. His parents had a house outside the main gate that they left to him, and he was grinning it out. And he had spent his whole 10 years trying to get back to Edwards. He did not want to have a bunch of new people training where he can't go.
1: And he was upset that you were going to be at Edwards and he couldn't be.
2: Yes, somebody brand new in the Air Force can get right to a flight test center.
1: And why do you think that you were selected for Edwards?
2: Maybe doctors told me. I really think they were just keeping an eye on me.
1: And what happened?
2: I had a year of tech school at Shepherd. They called me a couple months in and said, hey, we want to image your mass and your job. Come in and then we'll have a follow-up. You can talk to a doctor. So I did that. It looked identical. Nothing changed. And they said, okay, well, we're going to let you finish your tech school here. We'll image it again at your regular base. Everything seems fine. Normal doctor, normal situation. I graduate. I go to Edwards. And that's where the next time they imaged it, they imaged it once. Nothing's changed, but we do want to remove it. And at that point, I pushed back because we have no need to remove this. I don't need to go through surgery. It's not growing, it's nothing. So they let it go, they call me again. We want to image it again. So I have to come in, they image it, and this time, the doctor, the different doctor, it felt like more like I was talking to a policeman on the side of the road.
1: Give an example.
2: If they remove it, where do they even cut? They kind of cut me underneath my jaw on the inside, like where do they cut out, what do they do? He couldn't tell me anything. When they asked him the name of bones or nerves, he couldn't tell me anything. It was pretty weird. You could tell he'd never been in that office that we were in until that minute. He didn't know where anything was. Each time I asked, this is your office? And they'd say, no, I'm on loan from Lackland Air Force Base. Today's my first day. Both doctors at Edwards told me that verbatim. datum, gave me chills down my spine. And you could tell how they acted, they've never been in that office. So what happened? Pushing back. Look, I don't want to go through surgery when it's not growing. It's not a threat. It's probably a piece of bone or something they said was their best guess. Like a random piece of bone when I was developing as a baby or something. They couldn't even really give me anything. And I was like, okay, well, I don't want to go through surgery. And they would answer, well, you get a whole week off of work. And I push back again. I don't want a week off of work. I'm okay. Thank you. Well, we're going to send you to San Diego to have a surgery. You get a rental car. You get the day off. and you get a week off. No, I'm good. Thank you. You're going to be under anesthesia. And they give you a big bottle of pain pills. So you're going to need a driver. Why don't you go to your shop, pick up your closest buddy, and tell him that you're going to have him added your medical orders so he can drive you. And he gets a day off too. Oh my God, I don't want this. Well, we really need it. We really need it for you. I'll have your orders cut and we'll do this next week in San Diego. So I just left. Now, the whole time I was thinking, I have the best chief in the world. He's a 30-year chief. 29 years overseas, his final year, his 30th year, he was my chief. And he was only my chief for a couple of months. 30 years in, he had a lot of pull. I went straight to him and told him everything. And my chief was going to lose me as an engine mechanic for a week. Really, no reason for it. So he told me, Tomorrow morning, I'll call and I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it, you're not going to have it. So the next day, I'm at work. And he comes up and he goes, hey, I made that call this morning. Don't worry about it. I got your orders canceled. You're not going to go have surgery. Great. The next day, he came over and he was pale white. And he just kept saying, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And I said, chief, what's going on? He goes, I was just seriously outranked. And I go, chief, what's going on? He goes, I just got a call. I just had my retirement jeopardized my retirement and everything I've done called into play if I don't order you to get the surgery. Wait, you're the equivalent of a colonel. So you're talking a general or a like like one star up to four, called you and threatened your retirement if I don't get the surgery? And he said, yeah, and I'm not gonna order you, I can't. I don't have that in my conscience. He goes, well, we have two options. We have to go to the inspector general and ask for security for you Or, I have to ask you for a favor. I can't order you, but can I ask you for a favor? Oh, shit. I got you. 30 years. So I told him, yeah, to do the surgery. 215 people on my flight. Our chief is our chief. And we all loved and respected him. He was the best chief ever. When they threatened his retirement, all 215 of us were like, what the f***? So he said, okay, if we're going to do it, they already set up for Friday. So... You told me you're going to get orders, follow them to a T, get their rental car. In the shop, that's all we could talk about. Was what the hell would make them want whatever in your jaw so much to threaten the chief's retirement? And why are they forcing me into a surgery I don't want?
1: You're now with your buddy going to San Diego for the surgery.
2: Yes. And then we got to San Diego at the Naval Hospital. I signed in and I saw an officer walking. People say, good afternoon, commander. And he walked over to me, introduced himself, and he said he was the chief of surgery for the hospital, and he was going to be my surgeon for the day. He leaned over and whispers, does anything about this seem weird to you? My eyes got so okay. He goes, I thought so. Follow me. So I followed him. We go to the elevator. He hits the basement. We go to the basement. And he says in the elevator, don't say anything yet. I don't say a word. We go out to the basement, and you can see an old desk in the corner. It looks like it's covered in dust, but it has a really old computer on it. And this is 2005. So I remember I had a floppy disk, but I had a CD-ROM. And it only had one cord and just a power cord. And it was plugged in. The monitor was black, and you could see it was turned on, but the monitor was off. So we walk over to it, and he asked me, What's so off about this to you? What's bothering you about it? And I said, well, one, my chief's retirement in this 30-year career was threatened if I didn't go through with this. That's a huge issue. And he goes, so that's how they got you. And I look at him like, what? I heard that you were going to back out and not go through with it. So I was wondering what they did to get you to go through with it. Yeah, they threatened his retirement. And he's like, all right, well, anything else seem off about this to you? I told him about the doctors and the whole thing. He said that I was in a program. He said, you understand that what you have in your jaw is not natural. What? And he goes, look, I set this up especially for you. And he hit the power on the monitor and it came on. The image that was on it was so freaking clear. So clear. It looked like a white Tylenol pill. With a string wrapped around it three times, equally spaced. And then the end of it, that was the nerve. The white Tylenol pill was what they wanted to remove.
1: You are implying that in order to see the nerve wrapped three times around this technological implant, it needed a much higher resolution technology than the normal Air Force would have.
2: Anybody would have. This picture was so clear, so right up on it.
1: And did he say what kind of technology it was? No. Did you say to him, what are those three parallel lines?
2: He said that was the analyst's estimate. It being not natural was the three equal spacing. And it was their estimate that was taking three measurements to average them to get a better recording, I guess. It was so clear
1: a very clear high-resolution image of what is in your jaw. Is he the one who now opens up to you that this is an extraterrestrial implant in your jaw?
2: He said, and that's when the door opened, the elevator door opened. There's a the Navy guy, yells, Commander, they're ready for you upstairs. And the guy told him, Commander, they're ready for you. He goes, shit, we gotta hurry up. So he goes, I know for a fact that you've seen things in the sky that you can't explain.
1: I know for a fact that you have seen things in the sky that you cannot explain.
2: Yep. I couldn't get any more dumbfounded. I just shook my head yes, and I said, when I was nine years old, me and my mom saw a 40-foot metallic saucer hovering 100 yards away from us in 12 noon, Glendale, Arizona, hovered right by us for 30 minutes, and it shot off. And what did you
1: and your mom do? I fell
2: over backwards, and my mom just kind of like dumbfounded. <laughs> What's that? And I looked up. It hovered for 30 seconds, and then it popped up, and it actually went like Bob Lazar says, how to go belly up at a little bit angle, and then it was faster and lightning.
1: And you would have been how old? I was nine. Okay, you were nine years old with your mom when this 40-foot diameter silver disc showed up. How high above you?
2: It was maybe 80 yards in height, but diagonally, it was about 100 yards away.
1: Did your mom ever say to you, because you fell back and that there might have been missing time, your mom and you may have been abducted into that craft at that moment, even if you are not aware that you are inside the craft? And did he talk to you more about UFOs implanting people?
2: Nope. That was it. never saw him after that.
1: And they actually took out a physical wisdom tooth.
2: All four wisdom teeth.
1: They took out all four wisdom teeth. Did you at any moment say, sir, is what's in my gum related to that silver disc landing next to my mom and me?
2: No, it's obvious to me.
1: But did you talk to him about when and how you would have gotten this extraterrestrial implant? What you and I are describing as being an implant from extraterrestrials that go back to that incident with you and your mom, probably, and that you are one of millions who have had some kind of technology put somewhere in their body. I guess I feel that we are at a point where it seems logical that somebody with knowledge would have taken you aside when you were still in the Air Force to explain what they already knew about extraterrestrial implants in people and that your jaw You had an implant that had been put there, not by humans, but by some extraterrestrial.
2: And you said you probably have memories or feel like you have things that you can't recall, which has been one of my biggest secrets my whole life. I've never told anybody. And that really, that took me to my core.
1: When your email came and that first sentence, Linda, I was exposed to an implant removal program when I joined the Air Force. Yes. What more do you know?
2: Ask any military person that has had an operation they did not want forced upon them. That's a great indicator right there.
1: Of implant removal? Correct. Did anybody ever give you any kind of a technical orientation about extraterrestrial biological entities and their technology
2: no my chief saying he called around and it's accurate
1: that's what they are extraterrestrials um, advanced technology and they are putting implants in humans correct this was 18 years ago in 2005 correct What would you say to the Earth Files YouTube channel audience listening now to your voice in 2023 about your coming to understand that our government knows about and has known for a very long time that extraterrestrial advanced intelligences are interacting with our planet, our government knows it, and our government knows that they have been abducting people and putting implants in them as they did your jaw and that they have been harvesting tissue and fluids from animals all over the planet for centuries.
2: Greed and fear seem to be the only two things I could think of that these people are running off of, really traitors to their own people. The fact that what they've done by covering it up, whatever they're doing, whatever they're getting out of it.
1: Arguments that have been given to me by people who have worked in the Pentagon and aerospace is Linda, Humanity is not ready, they can't handle this, it threatens religions, the stock markets will crash, everything will fall apart. What do you say to that argument?
2: We're not alone, not a big deal. If we all stand together as one people, we can actually reach out and become part of this cosmic neighborhood.
1: And you and your mother are living proof like so many others that you had an interaction with some kind of a large craft that was relatively close up when you were nine years old. And at some point they implanted this object in your gum, but you are living proof today, talking to me about the history of this. And you're still here and your mom is still here. And right now in 2023, it would seem That there's never been a better time to tell humanity at 8 billion people the truth. That we're not alone. That there are very advanced intelligences. That some may be neutral, some may be friendly, and some may be hostile. And it is an abuse to not tell the 8 billion souls the truth. That we're not alone in this universe, and that there is a lot of interaction with planet Earth.
2: Yep, exactly.
1: When the Air Force colleague said to you that it's benefiting you, did you ever say, how is it benefiting me?
2: He said the analyst of the three loops, and he said those are equal spacing down to a millionth of an inch. Exactly equal spacing.
1: A millionth of an inch.
2: It was taking three, like a health measurement, three readings on the vein and averaging them. And it goes back to what he first said. You're in a program.
1: This isn't the first time that I have read about or heard about teeth and gums linked to some kind of transmitter. It was 47 years ago on Thanksgiving night of 1976 that Chief Petty Officer, Chief Yeoman in the U.S. Navy, Thomas Coleman Shepherd, was on duty in a vault room that contained classified materials and documents at the White Beach Naval Base at the southern tip of Okinawa, Japan. And with him was another man who got into the classified safe for work, but took out a file that was entitled Roswell and opened it up. And Thomas Coleman Shepard saw all the photos for himself and contacted me back in 2006. And in March of 2006, in my earthfiles.com website, I did two large uh, Earth Files reports with images, maps, and his interview about his seeing non-humans in photos, black and white photos, associated with a crash of a UFO in the Roswell area. And it was only two weeks after that, Thanksgiving night, that the two men found these photos and apparently talked to somebody that the men get orders that they are to go to a dentist. And he said, within two weeks, we were told to get in a van and that we were going to be taken up to dental, which was at Kadena Air Force Base, about 40 miles from White Beach. We got up there and they put me under in anesthesia and did dental work on me. Well, guess what? I don't have any record of me going to Kadena Air Force Base for dental work anywhere in my military career so I've always been suspicious of what's going on here with that I said well what would they be doing and he said I think that they use dental to take something out of our teeth and gums or to put something into our teeth and gums but I have no idea what it is and I asked Well, you're implying tracking who would be doing the tracking and they had no answer and Ian it is the accumulation of the many different reports from people who have served in the military and who have had these very strange high bizarre experiences and in this case uh, this particular individual is sought me out because he saw this high-resolution image of something that was taken out of his uh, or taken when he was at the base and saw that image and then look at all the things that happened in his career around it and I would like through Ian and uh, Eric and all If there are people who have served in the military here tonight who recognize anything about that white uh, oval with the three thin horizontal lines, which is just an illustration, as he said, what they were looking at must have been in some, the photo must have been from some kind of an electron microscope for the lines to have been a millionth of an inch each. Uh, in some kind of technology that would be beyond us but if you have had exposure to anything similar I would very m- much appreciate your getting in touch with me through email or proton mail or uh, handwritten mail because I feel that uh, there are a lot of people who when they see that others have had something like dental associated with in this case he was told basically flat-out it was an extraterrestrial non-human made implant how many other people around the world have had something similar happen like this and if we're not educated if we are not learning about the fact that this occurs and what our government may know about it and what the relationship is to other non-humans, that to me is what part of why I do the work I do. I think that uh, learning the truth and understanding the full implications is, is important. And so, Ian, I with that, I am hoping that there will be people in our audience who may have had something similar who can contribute.
0: Hello.
1: Yeah, Ian, I can hear you now.
0: Okay. Sorry, Linda. I lost all audio then. I don't know what happened, but uh, it suddenly went all quiet.
1: Yeah, and Brad was working hard on this end, so I'm glad we're connected. Thank you.
0: Yeah, and I couldn't hear you at all on the the audio. Are, Are we live now still?
1: Yes, we are live.
0: Yep. Okay, good. Well, let's go ahead with it. Let's keep it going.
1: Oh, so you could not hear the edited video. Oh.
0: No, my my video feed runs uh, at a delayed uh, stage behind you uh, and I normally hear you through the phone and uh, the phone audio went completely dead.
1: Hmm. Well, it may be deliberate or accidental, but let's keep going.
0: (laughs) Okay, well we can go straight into a question from Sexy Sadie, who says, uh, Linda, has anyone ever mentioned if implants are from one particular species, perhaps even working with our military or government?
1: I have had similar questions like that one. And I do not know for certain. I don't think I know anybody that I think would have any kind of a complete overall outside of JSOC and the Pentagon. I think that they come the closest to having an overview. So who are the power brokers who really have access to doing all the monitoring. That's what I'm trying to understand. And if anybody in our audience has more insights, please let me know. Go ahead, Ian, to other questions.
0: Well, lots of people in the audience tonight are talking about their own experiences with having their own implants. Good. Um, some of them have had imp- implants put in by, by humans uh, and what we call the MyLab type ex- uh, experience. And uh, some of them have have been put in by ETs talking about implants that have disappeared and have moved and that they've known them. Uh, I'm also minded as well or reminded of the book 44 based on an ex soldier's true story of uh, encounters where uh, um, Bill Brooks the author along with Joanna Summerscales talk about his experiences of having dental implants while he was in the British military serving in uh, Germany in the 1960s.
1: And the whole concept of implants that move with intelligence on their own. That uh, has come up in both some human implants but I think one of the most interesting was a case, I've mentioned this before I know a year or two ago but it's worth bringing up. And this was uh, a man, I think it was in uh, Illinois and there had been two or three mutilations and he had gone out to check and they had called me And he said, uh, I got down on my knees to look at the excision, which was bloodless. And he said, and I put my fingers down and pulled the bloodless excision up just a little bit. I wanted to see if there was fluid or liquid. And he said, my God, as I touched the uh, excised bloodless hide, something moved. And it wasn't my hand or finger and it moved under the hide. And he said, and I tried to pull the hide up to see what was happening. And the, it accelerated moving under the hide and up at, all the way up to the, I think it was to the shoulder. And then it seemed to go deep, more deeply. And he called me about that specifically. And I have heard about implants moving in animals and in people. As if they have intelligence.
0: That's right. It's well documented by Whitley Strieber. He talks about his implants, and he actually um, uh, had it. Um, says that it has moved or it does move, and it has moved while it was being analyzed right. as well.
1: Right. In this case, the idea that dentistry could be used as a way to get implants, monitors, transmitters in and out of people is something that on the face of it, it's, it's disturbing. But another part of me says it's almost inevitable that since World War II and everything that our government and the allies from World War II have been through on the issue of other intelligences interacting with Earth, being based on our Earth in uh, other parts of our solar system and beyond, you begin to see why the uh, we'll say the monitoring of what people know and which people are getting together and how much uh, the government has been concerned about the public learning any of this that uh, it just kept feeding deeper and deeper and deeper monitoring um, I, I feel I'd be interested if the audience what you feel I feel that somehow some One, some energy is trying to get this cracked open and that even if Grush has been attacked by Arrow in the Pentagon, just like the old days of the internecine warfare in the Pentagon that Philip J. Corso wrote about in The Day After Roswell, it still feels to me like that there are some honest efforts trying to open up pieces of what we will know eventually is the truth. We are not alone. And the complexity of what is interacting with us and with the Earth is huge. Go ahead, Ian.
0: Yeah, um, okay, we'll throw it back to the audience and I've asked them if they've got any questions so they want to bring anything forward then we can uh, discuss it here. It's, uh, it's interesting as well that you say um, that we've now brought forward this information that uh, military as we would probably expect them to are well-versed in what goes on in, uh, and with the implant Scenario as yeah. it is Tom the man says that his implant was placed in him by humans to track him if he went off planet And he was part of uh, what he calls the dreamland program
1: Well What we need from all of these people who do talk about going into space whether with non-humans or uh, with our own humans going on starships, perhaps with beings like the tall whites. Um, why do we not get more solid leaks? Why, at this juncture, from World War II to 2023, soon to be 2024, why do you think there really hasn't been a hard substantive huge
0: leak uh, well this this is it it's the um, it's the uh, opposing forces within uh, that are perhaps moving this around um, although we seem to get some breakthrough then there's a, a pullback uh, but we've seen this all all through haven't we from yeah the, from the very start
1: and um, that's what I yeah, mean I wonder why we still haven't had the huge with film and video and everything because there's so much there's so much hidden it just feels like that right now we should have a, a whole eruption of truth
0: well we would expect so and we're standing by and uh hopefully this this will just keep moving it forwards uh we've i was uh, last night in uh Jen jk ultra's uh program where she was detailing the de- latest details from her uh ufo abduction that we covered the 1993 abduction from the new jersey backyard wow. and we referenced when we were contacting the desert and we met up with steve colburn and barbara jean lindsay and we actually held what we called uh for that time a uh, an implant party where we had several abductees came forward and steve used quite a lot of equipment to detect Implants within some of the abductees who were present at contact in the desert so that was some um, it just shows how how widespread the implants are
1: and Without knowing the huge big truth and layers of truth having to do with why uh, the will say the focus on earth for millennia and now and why we as a civilization, even if we are genetically made, why can't we be told the whole truth? And that makes me nervous often, whether it's the human side shutting things down or the ET side, as Shem (laughs) uh, has said. And that's part of, to me, what makes uh, me get up every morning now is, I feel like we're getting so much closer to a big truth break open, but what is it going to take when there seem to be forces, politically and otherwise, who push back? And it is so uh, frustrating that we can't just have an honest open of the big, big, big story of all time.
0: Yeah. Oh, you referenced as well the, the, the way the military uh, has you know, these resources to deal with all of these things, it's incredible as well. It, it always amazes me how quickly they respond to trailing and surveilling uh, abductees so soon after an abduction event, which means that they must be based fairly locally or have uh, have resources fa- fairly local to the abductees wherever they are in the world, in whatever country. And it just shows that there is a, a huge amount of resources that goes into tracking and surveilling abductees. Yeah, and, and, is, perhaps,
1: yeah and, and Ian, is there anyone uh, who has identified themselves as having a military background and having some kind of an experience that is similar to this one?
0: Well, I reached out earlier um, in the chat to, uh, I think it's Peter Zotti, who says he's at Edwards Air Force Base at the moment. Now, I'm not sure if he's serving or 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 what his connection is there. But he's in the chat this evening, perhaps you can uh, get back to us, or if there's anybody else there who's uh, serving military or or ex-military who can come forward with some more information and uh, perhaps give us more information on what we need today.
1: Yes, and I would say, if I were sitting across from him right now, do you have evidentiary materials? Do you know anyone who does have evidentiary materials? That's what we all need, even if it can't be directly associated with the person who provides them. And trying to break open all of this evidence that is there, and we know it's there, but it's getting it out in a um, credible, public way that is the huge challenge. And I think uh, the feeling I have right now tonight is that we are in both a revolutionary time and a pushback, and that has been going on since World War II. And what does it take to convince those that still want to restrict and restrain that that is the wrong psychological context for eight billion people on planet Earth to be kept away from a huge truth, that if we all knew the whole truth, even having to do with Why do some non-humans maintain bodies of humans inside of tubes, in ships and on other planets? And some people who have investigated or have reported and been in those tubes or associated, they will say, well, it's because they want to be able to provide some way to sustain human population if things go awry on Earth. which implies somebody is watching over us, but it also implies that those that watch over us may not be uh, programmed or wanting to help us uh, if there is some big issue. And that makes this all very complicated even more so because it would be nice if we could be introduced to ones like the tall whites as they have a vested interest in us and they want to see us survive. And that to me is the big piece. And maybe it doesn't happen because no one is convinced that they know the whole truth on the biggest picture. So I say that to those of you who are here who may have had military backgrounds that have been uh, have facets similar to some of what was being described tonight. And at least if I had more, and we have multiplicity, it might be interesting to do a multifaceted program of many different experiencers from the military. And uh, going forward, I wonder if there is anyone here tonight who could get in touch with me if they also have had an implant or know of a dental association with implants and uh, currently.
0: Yeah, and let's just put out the email address there, earthfiles, com, and uh, send us details about your own experiences about implants, and particularly if it's um, if it's got a military connection to back up what we've been broadcasting this evening.
1: Yes, and to let everybody know about the podcast, too.
0: That's right, we've got a podcast, uh, this um, Earth Files broadcast, and all other Earth Files broadcasts are available wherever you get your good podcasts from. So don't forget to podcast us as well. Uh, Linda, you mentioned about how this is going forward. I sent you some details yesterday um, on the news that came to my news feed about a new UFO whistleblower ready to break silence on secret UAP retrievals, Uh, apparently as a whistleblower, apparently going through channels similar to David Grush and is prepared to corroborate his testimony as earlier as later this year. So we're monitoring that story as well.
1: Do you feel that it was uh, meaning somebody in the United States speaking at another uh, subcommittee hearing or because you saw it in the UK, was it possibly coming from an international source?
0: All I can tell you is that this source comes uh, via James Fox, um, who's the documentarian um, right. from the um, the Phenomenon uh, video or, or documentary film that he's um, that he's, he's created. And uh, apparently he shared a letter that he received from a first-hand UFO crash retrieval witness. And they said that they'd already begun the whistleblower process with the Inspector General and um, that they may, may be coming forward as early as later on this year.
1: Well, we're we're, uh, at the middle of September. There's only October, November, December left. I hope that it will continue to grow. Uh, There is concern that uh, Grush would be attacked by Arrow in the Pentagon within 24 hours of what I think he was trying to give uh, honest testimony. And the issue is, why is there this internecine warfare continuing, and what will it take? to stop it and get everybody on board in telling the truth. That's that's the big box.
0: Yeah, and I'm just gonna go back to your, you mentioned about seeing the implants in the uh, in the cattle mutilation. It was one of the questions that was in the chat this evening from Moonbird. Have implants ever been discovered in animals that you've investigated? Have you got any other cases of animals having implants, Linda?
1: Not for me personally as many pathology examinations I did uh, with Dr. Outschuler and with sheriffs uh, and other other people that were not with Dr. Outschuler, I don't personally have a single case that I investigated in which we found an implant, but I have in addition to the description that I gave about that moving ones that was so dramatic, I have had other people say that they have seen uh, in an animal that they were examining on the ground, something moving under the hide. And the interesting thing in that one, because I talked with that investigator directly for some time, why couldn't he get it? I said, couldn't you have (laughs) pulled up that hide or, or done something, and he said, that is linda that is one of the most remarkable things i could see it moving under the hide i'm trying to pull up the hide, and it seemed to have disappeared and we know that that is a big part of the phenomena that we are interacting with that it has the ability it seems and now i'm going to stay say a sentence of speculation that we are dealing with technologies and intelligences that have the ability to literally I'm going to use the verb jump dimensions uh, so that that would explain how so many things in stories over centuries that this is a phenomena that can disappear in front of us and that has always been dismissed as, oh, that's a fairy tale. Well, if they have technology and the ability to phase out of the matter world frequency that we're in in the earth in some way, and do it like that, it would explain some of these cases. I remember one uh, that I've also mentioned here before where I am only 10 feet behind a person in a store in Pennsylvania who I was getting some kind of communication with and thought, this is an alien. And they moved, and the uh, 30 feet that it took for me to move from where I was to the front door, there was nobody there. So I feel that something that we would not understand, which is being able to shift frequency out of this matter world into someplace else and then still move around in the matter world is, again, part of this phenomena. It doesn't scare me. I'm not afraid of it but it might explain why some of these uh, descriptions of things moving under hide or skin just suddenly disappear. It's a speculation.
0: And another thing is yes, it's the difficulty of um, obtaining and keeping the implants. Several people have reported that when they have removed an implant or have the implant removed, that it has mysteriously disappeared or somehow dissolved. And in fact, I've spoken firsthand to witnesses and, uh, who have been abducted had um, implants, and then they said that they, one of them actually removed an implant, and he said, Ian, I don't know why I did it, I just walked straight to the, to the lavatory and flushed it down, I couldn't stop myself. And the way that they are almost programmed to just destroy the evidence.
1: Yes, that, there definitely is that facet to everything we're, Trying to understand, Um, what is the uh, another uh, sort of gestalt tonight of questions or subjects that people are asking or talking about?
0: Well, there's another chat about the implants. Uh, Cynthia Marie Brewer says the chips monitor a whole list of things, including sciences and technologies that humans don't know about. So there is that factor that it's probably there's probably. Uh, abilities of these chips that we, we're not even aware of, or that we're not even uh, capable of even imagining what they're aware of.
1: Yeah, the idea that there would be three parallel uh, lines, one millionth of an inch, um, it, we're not talking about normal production of anything. And what do you personally think? about the same type of issues that we have all run into in the crop circles, where there are glowing lights that come and go and they disappear, Uh, that there are what we would say were impossible physical uh, formations, patterns, 90-degree angles going maybe 8, 12 inches in crop formations all done very quickly. And some people in the discussions that we had back in 1992 and 93 said, we're dealing with time travelers. Turn it around this way and say, we're dealing with ETs that have the ability to to travel time and that these are markers on the surface of the earth for reasons that are not clear. Uh, It's like we're beginning to have a language in which we can have these discussions but we still don't have anybody filling in between dot and dot so that we get a bigger and bigger and more accurate understanding of the science that is behind so much of the UFO phenomena's relationship to the Earth, water, air, us, the solar system, space. It's still so so much is denied from our knowing and understanding. and. Uh, I hope out of tonight there will be more people who will get in touch with me that you have had military backgrounds and you have evidentiary material I saw this person's uh, some of their documents that are behind this interview tonight but uh, we had to do voice alter and not even use uh, a name and it's sad in a way that it has to be that way still uh, that Uh, I keep hoping that we will have straightforward uh, abilities to interview. I would love it if I could put somebody right here in uh, this uh, studio with me and be able to talk to them. And it is uh, one of the big challenges is getting people who can show you, show me, that they have photographs, that they have documents. But God help them if they use them publicly. And that's what I keep praying we will get past. Is there another uh, question or comment, Ian, that you would well, like to share now?
0: Well, I've just had, had a chat um I've seen a chat tonight from Sis who says, Hi Linda, I had an implant and had it removed. I'll send you my story and yes, mine dissolved. I was told by my surgeon. And we've also got other other cases that I'm people I'm in communication with who have had uh, references to implants removed by the surgeons who talk about it not not being of hu- of human origin. Uh, I think that was the term that was used by another contactee who um, who sent us information.
1: Do they have so, that written in a document by a doctor or a scientist? That's what we need.
0: yeah, we'll we'll follow up on that and find out. In the meantime, uh, let's just acknowledge our our uh, super chats this evening. Um, I haven't got them all here because it's been there. I've had a few technical details, but thank you very much to Moonbird, Digital Gypsy, Filmo Ubinas, Cards96, and Jerry Tobias. Um, Thank you very much, and Obi-Wan as well. Uh, She's, Obi-Wan says, you're the best, thank you for your great insight.
1: Well, thank you. I'm trying, I would like to be able to start opening up chapter one of the truth of this universe and this planet Earth and then go to chapter two and keep going on forever and sharing everything I can learn with you guys. So it's frustrating that so much still has hands pushing down and pushing away. But if we keep going and hanging in there, and for those of you who have experiences and you can share them, uh, I am grateful. So thank you.
0: Yeah, there was a comment as well about the tubes. You alluded to the tubes, which as well you've um, you've shown has been illustrated uh, by people in the um, inclusive of other realities, and this has been told to us by many people who have been abducted uh, and have have had experiences. Someone says in the chat tonight, um, it's not necessarily uh, a case of, humans being put into tubes as to, as to take genetic material and perhaps grow clones people in the tubes. And I know people have seen themselves or other people that they have been told these are clones that are Let made.
1: Me, yeah, and I'm just trying, uh, this is totally spontaneous. If you can see in this page, this is page 290 of a, my third book, "Lenses of Other Realities, volume two. Do you see the different bodies in the tubes there? Uh, This is totally not prepared for Brad to see, but can you see that, Ian?
0: Yes, I can see the picture. It's a picture I'm very familiar
1: with. And now what I have always felt that this book, Glimpses of Other Realities, Volume Two, and this huge 106-page chapter that I call Body Containers and Souls of Light, For me, it has been perhaps the most fascinating series of interviews that I have done. If you're trying to understand beyond the physical technology aspect, what is the relationship of soul in this universe? Are there beings that do not have souls? I'm convinced that humanity, each being, has a soul. Well, when I was... Uh, working on this large book and ended up with some of the most fascinating stories the illustrations of beings a variety of beings that included human beings that included tall blondes black hairs all kinds it was tied to a mission like a big science uh, project that the soul has to be protected and that all of this, all of this work was involved with keeping certain souls going in the same type of bodies while other, we'll call them life sources, were moving into other bodies and that there was at the basis of all of this work around keeping bodies ready for certain souls to enter was an overview of multiple extraterrestrial civilizations, allegedly all involved in this, and that there was a challenge about Homo sapiens sapien on Earth, of what we are, the souls that we have, and that it related to some of the work that the extraterrestrials are doing and is laid out in this fascinating chapter, Body, Containers, and Souls of Light. I really, for those of you who may not have seen Glimpses Volume Two or read it, I recommend this book highly now at the juncture that we are in, where we really do need all of us to help each other no Facts and truths that we're not going to get on the six o'clock news or on the front page And if you read this whole chapter having to do with tube preservation of certain organic bodies and That the souls are part of some kind of an infinite recycling information system and you get to why they think, why the abductees think that this is going on. It leads into the work of, of Betty and and for those of you who have studied the books that were done by Ray Fowler of Betty and Drayson, another one of the most fascinating abduction cases I know. They all boil down to this issue of the evolution. Of perhaps a plasma that is able to take in information through body after body after body over a long long period of time all working toward something that would be have a better relationship between the souls and the energy systems of the universe that is essentially where what these are about which then makes that whole question of who are we to the beings that are older than we are and come from other systems, why are they focused here? And the the last paragraph that I wrote in this chapter, perhaps the unique isolation each human feels and the peculiar melancholy that a dark sky filled with stars can evoke, have something to do with knowledge buried in our genes and our souls, a sensing of ancient intimacies with other beings and other worlds. Now, in this time of revolution, when the whole world will know we are not alone in this universe, our greatest challenge as a species will be to stand up unafraid before the old lords and watchers. Ultimately, there is a common bond among all life forms ebbing and flowing on spirals of different frequencies, supported by a singular force, an invisible matrix of energy from which everything emerges and to which everything returns. Those were my words in the paragraph of this large chapter about the role of the soul it isn't confined to humans it has something to do with this whole universe and i find that encouraging to me to keep trying to understand as long as i can and reporting as much as i can to you and we've come to the end of this particular hour I'm looking forward to your feedback. I thank you, Ian, as always, dear colleague, for being there in these evenings and helping me know what is happening in the chat and the comments. So with that tonight, I wish all of you agape love to all of our souls. May they survive and evolve in the most positive way possible. See you next week.